Hey everybody, how y'all doing? Thank you for joining me for another episode of Everybody's Homegirl Podcast. My guest on the show today is Tracy Brooks. She is a senior tax accountant for a major tax company here in Fort Worth, Texas. I asked Tracy to join me on the show today to give us the inside scoop on filing our taxes this year. Tracy and I have been friends for almost 15 years, so we had a good time. Honestly, this was the most fun that I've ever had talking about money and numbers. I hope you all enjoyed as much as I did. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, share with a friend, and give me a five-star rating. Now, let's get to it. If you listened to the last episode, you may have noticed that I added a new segment. In that moment, I just needed to get something off of my chest. I really want to keep the segment though, mainly because I like the background music, but also because most podcasts, the successful ones anyway, they have some type of structure. They usually have a segment on pop culture, then they have the meat of the show, the main topic that they're talking about, and then they have a rant of some sort. As for me, I don't want to rant all the time. Don't we have enough people ranting about just about everything? I'm not sure if I can add anything different. And I don't keep up with pop culture enough to talk about it all of the time. I really don't know what I want to do with the new segment, but I'm going to keep trying until I figure it out. My friends know that I have a hard time making decisions. That's a blessing and a curse. The curse is that sometimes I have analysis paralysis. I think things over and analyze them over and over again, and I just can't make a move. But the blessing is that sometimes I try stuff and I fail, but I keep trying. Hello, weight loss. (laughs) But I keep trying until I figure it out. And that is what I'm going to do with this show. I'm going to keep trying until I figure it out. And with that, I'm asking you for your support. Give me some ideas. Shoot me an email and let me know what you want me to talk about. You can either tell me what you want the new segment to be or the show in general. Don't be shy. I'm not a professional. I'm just a girl, a woman who's almost 50, trying to figure some shit out. And I'm enjoying the journey. So why not enjoy the journey together? Isn't that dope? Thanks from your favorite homegirl. Hey, Tracy. Hey, Tracy, how you doing? Fine, and you? I am doing well. When I scheduled this, I didn't think about both our names. <laughs> That's right. I Mine love is it. Mine properly, though. I can't stand you. Don't hate. <laughs> <laughs> I am simple. T-R-A-C-Y. Right. That's okay. You fancy. That's right. That's okay. They're both great. <laughs> Don't you hate it when people spell it wrong, though? Oh my gosh, it annoys me. It annoys me so bad. And then you tell them how to spell it and they still spell it wrong. Right. 
I'm yeah. like, and I just failed it for you. It's like, right. no, why? <laughs> do they ever do? Did they ever do yours with I? I I would sometimes think really sometimes I get T R A C I E or T R A C E Y, and I'm like, it's just why. It's real. Just why. <laughs> <laughs> My mama was. It's like they're the I. The T-R-A-C-I and T-R-A-C-I-E and T-R-A-C-E-Y are associated with women. And T-R-A-C-Y is associated with men. I was like, maybe that's why I have masculine tendencies. Girl. (laughs) People say I'm mean. (laughs) It's the Y in my name. Blame It's the Y in your name. You can't help it. (laughs) Right. How was your week? My week was good. We are doing a lot of training because of all of the different changes and everything that's going on at work. And um, it's been interesting changing administrations, but I love it. So a lot of the training we've been through this week was, you know, it, it was interesting. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, you know, it's always good to be busy and working, especially right now. That's right. You know, that's right. well, I guess I'll introduce you so people will know who you are. Today, I'm interviewing my friend, Tracy Brooks. <laughs> we have been friends now, probably going on about 15, almost 20 years. That's right. And I met you through another friend, a co-worker that I used to work with at Sam at Samuel High School. And her first name is Tamara. I won't say her last name because she's really shy, quiet. I ain't going to say shy, but she's very private. She may not want me announcing who she is. Right. <laughs> for people to hear. But I met uh, you through her. I think maybe she had a house party or something and you were yeah and we met and we just became instant friends Mm -hmm. and then I wrote a novel and you bought my book and you gave me some good advice about you like you do you know you can like get certain deductions because you're a writer I'm like no (laughs) you were like yeah girl let me do your taxes I was like okay (laughs) right and your book was great in addition to I was thinking about the tax write-off but the book was great I'm waiting on the next yes you always say that okay I need some more book I need some more books for for the taxes but also because you want to read the uh next one and I'm still I'm still working on it (laughs) it should come out (laughs) soon but also you're my other friend I found out shortly after we met that you were my friend Latoya Latoya Sloan she's been on here twice well she'll be on here a second time um you're her big sister uh Tracy is of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority and she is also a proud graduate of Wiley College (laughs) That's right, HBCU. <laughs> yes, they're gonna say all her friends are Deltas and AKs. I'm like, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> That's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there anything else you'd like to add? Tell us, give us your background. What do you do? Let people know. Well, right now I am working as a senior accountant at a CPA firm in Fort Worth, but I also have my own. Um, firm, the Tax Diva, and I plan on going out on my own in the next two years because my firm is going to close. Um, so I'm, I'm working on that, trying to build um, my clientele because I don't want to go work for another firm. Mm-hmm. Um, my background is I've been with this firm for 15 years as of next month. Mm-hmm. And I worked for the IRS for 13 years before I came to the other side 
and realize I can help more people on this side as opposed to working for the IRS. But I'm glad I got that training. That training was awesome. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember when you started helping me, you were like, listen, I used to work for the IRS. And I'm like, that made me feel good. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why I brought you on the show because it's tax season. Yep. We used to call it Black Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that. Black Christmas. Because people okay. get tax refunds and they still right. buy out of control. <laughs> right. Right. New cars, new shoes. New <laughs> shoes, me. definitely. Yes. I'm gonna pay you back. I'm pay right. back when my when I get my refund. <laughs> right. That's right. But I thought it would be a good conversation to have as people start to prepare their taxes, especially with so many changes. But before mm-hmm. we get started, I do want to thank you for coming and doing this. Especially, I, I hope you don't mind me sharing. We were supp- supposed to record this episode what two weeks ago. Two weeks and- ago. And you had COVID, COVID-19. I did. And what was crazy is I am the most germaph... I'm the biggest germaphobe you could ever come across. I mean, I had people stripping in the garage. I mean, it, my husband My husband is in education. So um, luckily he is not... He's an uh, aviation instructor. So mm-hmm. he's not right up on his students. So he has them in the hangar. And he's in the classroom and he's online and looking at them through the door. I don't like um, it. And my son has been virtual the whole year. So, I mean, I've been very cautious. And mm-hmm. even in my own office, I have my office. I have a fan blowing toward the door because I need you to take whatever germs you brought to me. And blow them out. <laughs> and we have been doing very good. And we refinanced our house. hmm that was the 4th of January. That is the only person that I've actually seen, you know, up close. Cause I'm not even going to the grocery store and I'm doing Instacart. I'm not doing anything that's, you know, outside the, you know, and, um, sure enough, I believe that's where I got I it from it because they traced it back to him because there's no one in my office. It was only this guy that came to do our, our paperwork. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and, and we had our own pins and own mask and everything. And that may have been why, um, I was asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. Um, for the most part, I look back and I, you know, had headaches, but you know, you, you contribute headaches and stuff like that to mm-hmm. other things, you know, but, um, the mental part of that was just, it was too much. That's what I was going to ask you. How was it? You know, what was the experience it was, like? It was too much. It was, it was more for me, um, you know, having to stay quarantined for my, I have a husband and a son. So, you know that, and I'm having to stay in my room and, you know, not really venture out into the rest of the house unless they leave or something. And just the fact that they were, you know, remain negative throughout this whole thing was great. That's a blessing. It was, but it was the, the isolation was it was only so much Netflix I could watch. It was only so many books I could read. I could look at TikTok for so many hours. <laughs> so true. Well, I'm glad you are healthy. You look great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So I guess now we'll get to the questions. Um, let's see. I think that my first thing I wanted to know is, is it because when I tell people, you know, I like to brag a little bit. I'm my accountant. I'm right. <laughs> I have listened, no net worth, <laughs> but I do tell people, you know, I have someone that do my taxes and they're like, well, why don't you do them yourself or whatever? And I used to when it was simple, but then right. when it got hard, 
more complicated. I started making more money. I got, you know, I'm, me and money. Mm-hmm. I read, I write, uh, you give me some numbers. I can spend. Right, right. Balancing. So I just think for me, it just made me feel better to have someone who had experience to do it for me. So do, uh, is it always necessary to hire a tax professional or an accountant? Well, this is what I usually tell people. If, because of all the free services that are out there, it is good to um, be able to be knowledgeable about your own taxes. If you have just a straight W-2 or, you know, you don't own property, you know, that kind of thing, it is easier to just go online and do one of the free services. But what I want people to understand is if you do have a small business on the side or something that you, you've been, you know, just even as a hobby working on and it generated some income, um, or you do have a house, things like that, you should seek some type of um, advice from a, a, you know, a professional because it's things that we know that you would never know being the ordinary person because that's what they, we go to school for those type of things. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that, you know, they, they put out in, on the news and everybody doesn't watch the news. So I always think if you have just the plain things, that's fine. But anything that's outside the box, seek some advice. Okay. What do you recommend? Like, what should people look for when they're trying to hire someone? Because I'm just attached to you. And I was like, okay, she's great. <laughs> well, well, thank you. But here's, okay, I am, I, I really am, I utilize all things Black, I'm sorry, but I do try to um, utilize uh, anybody that is uh, African-American that um, uh, is, you know, in the field. Um, but when looking for a tax professional, the first thing you have to do is try to figure out what their background is and their knowledge of it, because there are a lot of people and I've had people that have just read a 1040 book and have to- tried to tell me tax law. And I've been in this field for 26 years and I get such a big kick out of it because there are people that just prepare a tax return. Mm-hmm. And to me, preparing a tax return is that that's the easy part of it, knowing how to read the person, ask the right questions and make it flow. That, that's the, the skilled part. And I think once you're looking for one, you just probably need to ask questions and see exactly what they do know and how they've been, you know, how they've been trained. Okay, that's good info. Yeah. Um, are there any changes this season for this, like, I guess, cause it's hard for me to think about taxes because what we're filing right now is for 2020. Right. So is there anything, any changes that we should know this year or be aware of as we file for our 2020 returns? Um, okay. So I did make a couple of notes here. One <laughs> of the, um, one of the things that um, people were really going crazy over is the stimulus payments. And though that was the biggest cluster <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Yes. <laughs> like if was. I got, a, my question is if someone got a STEMI, that's what they got. <laughs> that's if great. someone get a STEMI, mm-hmm. how does it affect them? Well, if they got a stimulus, they don't have to worry about the tax return. They just okay. need to tell their tax preparer or make sure if they're doing it online to include that because all tax programs right now are going to um, default to you not getting the stimulus payment because so many people didn't get their stimulus payment. Oh, okay. So because of that, if you're not, um, 
knowledgeable about that, that will increase your refund. And then as soon as you try to submit that tax return, they are going to reject you. <laughs> let me let me write that down. Tell right. Tracy I got a STEMI. <laughs> okay. You have to, and, and here's the thing, even though, and this was something that I was surprised about. So the stimulus that we got for this year, the, the $600 uh, stimulus for this year, you can also recoup that on the 2020 um, tax oh, okay. return as well um, if you didn't get it already. Okay. So, I mean, they're still going out, but if you hadn't gotten yours already, you can recoup that one on the tax return also. But that stimulus was, I, it was, it was a great, it was a great deal that weren't working and needed, you know, assistance. But the way they rolled that out was, I was think I could have figured out a better plan. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Anything else that we might need to be aware of? Um, for people that were off work that, um, or they were working mm -hmm. and say a spouse had to, um, got laid off or whatever, or just things that you um, needed to do last year. So between um, March 27th and December 31st last year, if you took an IRA distribution, anything from your 401k, not educators, because a lot of, they were not letting educators do it. <laughs> um, but anybody else that took a 401k distribution up to $100,000, they're letting you income average that over the next three years. So um, any money you took out, you won't be subject to the penalty oh, for okay. not being the age. And usually um, there are requirements, first time home buyer, medical expenses, that kind of thing. Those requirements under the CARES Act, it doesn't matter. Okay. That's so good that's info too. Kind of and then for people that are self-employed, this is a biggie. Um, people that are self-employed, um, they get sick, you know, because, you know, if we're an employee, we have sick days. And especially if you're salaried, you will get, you know, comped for your days. Self-employed people don't do that. So on the tax return, you get a credit for um, days that you were sick with the COVID. And you also get a different amount if you had, if you were self-employed and you had to take care of, say, your dependent, your children, your parents, and it'll help you recoup some of your income while taking, you know, taking days off. Okay. So if you're self-employed is like, how do they know you actually took the days off? You know what I'm saying? They do not. This is going to be another cluster. Okay. It's good. I mean, you know what? It, 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 the way they put things out in tax law these days, it seems like to me, they are asking for fraud. You know, first time home buyer, all that kind of stuff. If you get audited, pretty much that's the way you get caught. If okay. you're not audited honestly you can get away with a lot because i was uh one of the questions and this is not on my sheet but one of the things that i thought about me and another friend in finance talked about in the spring was the the loans that they were giving for small businesses mm -hmm. and like how people were getting the money and maybe not necessarily using it towards the business or you say you have a small business and you really don't <laughs> but you get that long and they were just giving them and i'm like eventually they're gonna come back and you have to prove you had a business or prove where you spent that money on the business um did you get a lot of uh, questions like that or issues like that? Or, Well, let me tell you on the loans now, it was a little more difficult than just getting the loans really? because, uh -huh, because a lot of people 
um, most of them were based on you having employees Mm -hmm. and overhead and you had to show and not just self-employed people say if you had a company, mm-hmm. but you didn't pay yourself with a government issued W-2 or 1099, mm-hmm. that wasn't, they were not giving you those loans. You had to show that you had overhead, you had some type of employee to keep your business afloat. Okay. Now, um, that that's one thing, but after it was all over and it was forgiven, that re- now that really got me because I do know a lot of companies that got the loan and had actual employees and had overhead and all those other things. But the owners of the companies, you know, they went and bought a car or they went on vacation. Yeah. Cause you don't have to prove where the money went. Oh, wow. As long as your company keeps going and you don't fire anybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I know. I, I, it's always a I'm gray area with that. I know. Yes. Yeah. that's why I, to me that's why you need a professional I you know listen my friends who are in I was messing with them I'm on a sidebar uh, okay. somebody one of my friends she's in a she's an internal auditor but her mm-hmm. major was accounting she was like pray for your financial friends it's end of the year and something else quarterly something mm-hmm. and I'm like y'all I'm gonna mess with y'all like y'all mess with teachers y'all only work three months after a year because they recorded she was like lies but I do like you know dealing with numbers money law that's like real I couldn't do it so I appreciate y'all for your it's, knowledge it's, it's just amazing it's amazing now that that end of the year and quarterly stuff mm-hmm. I, I I mean I know how to do it I mm-hmm. try not to do it <laughs> because that is that is serious um they get serious and they you know they get pretty tough yeah. But um, yeah, we we try to we have a specific area mm-hmm. that we send that to, and then I'll get the finished product with the tax return. And that's what you focus on. And that's you focus, what I focus you on. do businesses and personal taxes as well. Business and personal and nonprofit. Okay. Mm-hmm. How how well that's maybe I was going to say how are they different? Like I guess one of the questions I was going to ask is if I'm because entrepreneurship is like booming right now everybody mm-hmm. is very popular mm-hmm. and I think I see I have a couple of entrepreneur friends mm-hmm. but me I'm like eh, that's not I, I like a chick mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but if I wanted to start my own business should you separate your business taxes from your personal taxes like or if I same with nonprofit, is there like what are the differences well, that's a great question, Tracy. I'm, look at you. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. So um, it depends. Okay. So if you are a small business mm-hmm. and I'm going to take you, for example, with the books mm-hmm. at this point, you know, because you haven't written me a new book in a very long time. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> it's real. I love it. Though. Um, I love it. Um, I would probably keep that with your personal tax return, Mm -hmm. but if you are now, the big thing right now is like t-shirts and accessories Mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, once you get to a certain level, which I, you know, deem to be about 30, 40, $50,000, I would go ahead and separate the tax return. But, um, also with the tax rate being as low as it was under our previous person, um, I had everybody as a corporation because it was 21%. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. So uh, that is going to change though, now mm -hmm. that we have a new administration. So um, it, it, it's going to be based on what you're doing and how much you're bringing in. Mm -hmm. But I, being auditor as a in my background, the first thing I would say to do is always separate your money, mm -hmm. get you to a different bank account. And then as the money increases, that's when you will start, you know, separating it on the tax return. Okay. That's good info. Yeah. Does everyone get audited? No, less than 1% of the, um, uh, less than 1% of the tax returns filed even get looked at because when they go into the service centers, they get a score. And mm -hmm. once they are given a score, they go to a person to actually look at and see if it's worth the IRS's time to pursue or not. Mm -hmm. So yeah, less than 1% because they don't have the manpower to deal with all the tax returns that come in. Okay. Um, well, say, say I missed filing a previous year, whether it was last year, a couple of years ago, what should I do? File. <laughs> but <laughs> here's the thing. It's a lot of people. I did not realize how many people do not file their tax returns yearly. For example, I have a client that files every three years and oh, wow. he, does it, uh, he, every, he does it every three years because he knows he's going to get a refund. Mm -hmm. So you're not penalized when you get a refund for not filing. Um, and the statute of limitations runs three years. Oh, okay. So we do three years at a time so that he won't lose his refund he'll get it um because if you wait that fourth year that refund is just going to be you know the, the it's going to go back to the government but um i just never think it's a good idea not to file mm -hmm. and the only reason is because the penalties and the interest penalties on irs debt is 28 percent. the interest is nine percent i would rather not pay my mortgage than pay the irs I just would want to get that out of the way. <laughs> I just don't think that's a good idea. And then think about it. They work in arrears. So you have, they could come to you two years from now and say, oh, hey, you haven't filed or you owe this. Stack all of that interest and penalties and you'll never pay that off. That's what I was going to ask. Say, um, say for instance, um, I don't get a refund. Some people owe the IRS, especially uh -huh. entrepreneurs, but I can't afford to pay. What are the options? Okay, so depending other on than how much, huh? I said other than jail. Other than jail, <laughs> jail is not an option unless you owe a whole lot of money. Okay, and, that, and then that'll be a whole nother conversation. <laughs> but installment agreement—they charge you two hundred bucks to set the installment agreement up. You could go online and do it. It's very easy to do now. I mean, they have made um, that irs.gov is a great resource. You can go on there and do your own online installment agreements and stuff, except for my clients, I need you to come to me so I can charge you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there are different things that um, you can do, especially if you get into owing, you know, 20 and 30,000 and, you know, really large amounts. Um, offering compromise is one of those things that um, can help you make an offer to the IRS mm -hmm. and depending on what your assets are and what the liability is, they sometimes settle with you, but okay. we can definitely tell before we even submit paperwork. So, but the, the main thing is just do an installment agreement, Get, pay them something every month and they will leave you alone. Oh, okay. That's and you're not going to jail. Oh, listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
me see. Any other tips for business owners? Like I read stories of people losing money because maybe a manager or something either didn't file the taxes or did something crazy. And I hear Oprah Winfrey all the time saying, write your own checks, write your own checks, pay your own bills. But I'm like, I'm like, she's a millionaire. She's not doing her own taxes. Come on. So like, what does she mean? Like what tips would you give entrepreneurs about like making sure that they are, I guess that their taxes, that they don't get hit with like tax evasion or something like that? Well, okay. I think that's a two-part question. So mm-hmm. I love the fact that Oprah signs her own checks. Now that I think every business owner should do, even mm-hmm. when I, you know, um, talk to my larger clients, I don't care if you have a payroll or HR in your um, actual company, mm-hmm. you make sure your signature is the only name that can go on the check and maybe one other person. Mm-hmm. Because the, in that case, you know where your money is going. Okay. Now, as far as tax is concerned, that's a little harder because it's hard to know exactly what you need to file depending on what type of business you have and um, all those things. But um, if you have a good accountant, and, and here's the thing, you, it's good to always have like internal controls. So mm-hmm. if you have somebody internally doing your, your paperwork, mm-hmm. always have a tax preparer to do the final product. And you'll have two sets of eyes on your books. Mm-hmm. Because people that usually own businesses, they know their, what they do, but they don't know the business behind their business. Right. So you need to have good people that are working with you. It's no way to know exactly everything that you're supposed to file. I mean, it, it's hard to know. Okay. That's good info. (laughs) Because that's one of my fears. Like when I retire, I want to do something else, whether that's consulting or something. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, my fear is taxes and filing. And I'm just like, oh, that's just... Why is it your fear? Wait, hello. I got you. (laughs) So we sitting like the Golden Girls in Florida. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know you know with when um I don't know if I ever told you this or not but when I first published my book we I got into a little tax situation where because in Texas well I don't know if this is everywhere but you have regular taxes then you mm-hmm. have state taxes state sales taxes that you have to file mm-hmm. and you know, I had all that set up or whatever and for some reason you know we had stopped selling books for a little while and I'm thinking, well, I'm not sending no books. I don't need to file taxes. And the state mm-hmm. of Texas was like, we no. need to know you're not filing because we're assuming that you are making and money. They do and they and the now here's the thing: everything we've been talking about so far is federal, right. but the state mm-hmm. is, yeah, that that's a whole different uh, ball of wax there. Listen. Now, Texas doesn't even have a state tax. All of our taxes are like the property tax, mm-hmm. the sales tax, the franchise tax, if you incorporate. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do have, you know, anything in the state of Texas, they want to know. They yes. want to know if they can get their portion. But if you have zero, you still have to let them know you have zero <laughs> until you are no longer in business. And, cl- and then they charge you to close your business name or business down in the state of Texas. Listen, so, well, they came and garnished my little bank account. <laughs> this was before I met you. And oh, no. I was just like, I will never do that again. 
And all they wanted was a zero return. That's just it. Something to and I didn't me. know that. And so yeah. some of the money I was able to get back, some of the money I wasn't. Because, you know, it hit and like I hadn't paid all my bills. And so you have overdraft fees and they were like, that's not our problem. You no, should. not at all. So not I'm all. just like, I have financial trauma. So that's one of, <laughs> that's one of my financial trauma stories. So I've just been really cautious, like not even cautious. I've been like fearful about it. And I just, you know, I hadn't taken that next step to do it because I could do sponsorships, sponsorships for the podcast, but I won't sign up for them because I'm too afraid to open a bank account file taxes I'm just like you shouldn't shouldn't. honestly you really shouldn't because at this point you have enough knowledge of you know as long as you tell me what you have coming in Mm -hmm. and what you need to do we can file the taxes you should never be afraid to do that because I think in your situation I think um it's so cut and dry I mean you're an author you're gonna sell a book you write, you sell a book. You write, you sell a book. Once you sell the book, then I come in and say, okay, she sold five books or whatever. And then we just file the return. It's not a, it's not going to be a, a difficult thing. Now, if you have uh, a Chick-fil-A and own five franchises of it, now that becomes a little bit more difficult. Mm. Yeah. But in your situation and most small businesses, you're you're focusing on one thing and not a lot of different things right now one day i will have one merch day. that's right <laughs> one day i'm gonna have some merch that's right okay we ready t-shirt okay. okay that's good to know i feel a little bit better yeah. a quick question this popped up in my head okay how is our i don't even want to call him i call him donald thanos <laughs> how is he able to only own or pay $750 in taxes. How is that? Is that legal? Is that possible? Hell no. I'm sorry. <laughs> can, I mean, can I be candid? Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Cause I'm, Cause wait I a minute, hold on. Cause I'm mad. I'm like, this right. is my <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to be professional, but he's an ass. So <laughs> technically, you know what? That's what a lot of these corporations do. And I see it every day in some of the, the businesses that I work with in my firm, um, not my personal one, the one that I work full time, but I mean, you can get away with so many tax shelters. There are so many places that you can put the money and it's just not taxed. It's just wow. not taxed. And it's really sad because then the IRS, this is one of the reasons that I chose to leave the IRS, then the IRS because they can't get their hands on the big money like that, they'll come after small folks like you and I that have a regular, you know, Schedule C or C Corp that's a smaller business because they know that we're trying to do exactly everything the way it's supposed to be done. Mm-hmm. And no one could have a, a truly correct tax return. Every tax return that goes in is substantially correct. It's mm-hmm. not, you know, 100%. And that's how they make their money. But it really kills me that these people that are making five, $10 million, they pay two or $3,000 in tax. And I'm thinking, well, hell, my W-2, you know, chick has more withholding than that. So it's just, it's amazing. And they hire people like me and they tell us what to do and the money goes away. 
Wow. So that's how he was able to do it. But I think they, they need to go and get him. I'm just saying. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you and me and about 80 other million, 80 million more people. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. Um, oh, it was something popped in my head and I was going to ask you about it. I forgot this age. So the the impetus or the inspiration for this episode is about income tax season. I got a huge tax refund. Mm-hmm. What should I do with the money? You have some tips about that. <laughs> Spend it all or save it all? I am a big proponent of investing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess because I know that I'm not going to be, and this is what, okay, I'm not going to say I'm not going to be able to. I don't want to work the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I have different income streams coming into me. I want, and then it, and, and refunds are one of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I choose to invest mine. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that you should go out and spend every dime you get because we're not going to be this young. We're going to, you know, continue to live God willing. And we need to have income or money that we can get to um, in order to live. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest things I tell people, and I've been telling a lot of my friends here lately, invest in Robin Hood, go to Acorn. Those are small things that um, you can do that you just do on my on your phone. Yeah, I did um, Robin Hood. Right. And but I was just practicing. But, and that's how you start because mm-hmm. then you get um, into it. Like my husband is very, he started this years ago. And I thought to him, I told him, I said, look, I don't have that kind of time. We mm-hmm. need to hire somebody like Edward Jones and let's just give them the money and let them do what they do. And he says, I'm not giving somebody <laughs> my money <laughs> when you can do things on your own. And they have so many ways now, even through the, uh, through your bank. Mm-hmm. That you can invest money and you can be as aggressive as you want to be um, and just invest it. Because before long, I mean, something silly like we way back when, when Moderna's stock was a dollar and 50 cents, they now have come out with the COVID vesting. So can you imagine where our stock number is at this point? Right. Zoom. So just invest mm-hmm. in <laughs> I had the Zoom app on my phone probably about four or five years and forgot about it. (laughs) Then March hit. It's like, I'm like, if I had just had a $5, but I did, I started, I I bought like uh, a Fitbit, like three shares of Fitbit, three Mm -hmm. shares of something else. Just I'm like, I can afford to lose $20. Let me practice and learn. Right. <laughs> you know, and I see it grow. I see it decrease. But Robinhood got in trouble recently for um, stopping average people from investing in, what is it? Oh, AMC. It was AMC. AMC and something else. And so they're in trouble right now. They like froze people, but they were letting like stockbrokers continue to invest. I was like, that's so fucked up. I know, <laughs> so but you know what? It's always, it's always something that goes on, but you know, yeah. it's amazing to me, you know, that's why you do more than one. Yes. Robin Hood has been very good to me mm-hmm. and Acorn has been very good to me. And there is another one that, of course, I just lost it. Um, I, haven't, I haven't invested. E-Trade or Ameritrade? No, it's, it's uh, for the, the smaller person. Um, mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm, I'll think of it in just a second. And then, you know, just go in and do that, those kind of things. Now, don't get me wrong. I do have an Edward Jones account too, but um, I don't think you should spend all your refund. That's just, I mean, let, let's just be honest in the black community. That's just what we do. We yeah. go out, our kids have Jordans, you know, <laughs> Uh, you you rolling up on this new car, you know, all these things are happening. But then at the end of the day, all those things won't help you when you get older. Your kids gonna grow out of the shoe. The car's gonna get old. It's it's things that you won't have. That's true. And make sure I am a I am I had to get this in, Tracy. I had to get this in because I am a I am all big on black dollars. Have more than one income stream. Mm-hmm get as many income streams as you possibly can. And that's investments, that's rental property, that's anything we could do to keep the dollars in our community. Does, um, like, what do you count as income streams? Like, would you say like a 403B or 401Ks? Are, are those income streams too? Or just money that you're earning from something else? Money that you're earning from something else. Mm-hmm. Now, it's good to have those 403 and the 401ks and all that because usually employers do match that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I say different streams, I mean, you know, I, I know a lot of people don't want to go and sell insurance, <laughs> you know, Mary Kay and all that. But seriously, I think that there should always be different avenues uh, of income coming into your house because as we see in 2020, mm-hmm. your main job that is paying for everything can go away. Yeah. And Listen, you don't know if it's you said come income stream. I was like, let me go sign up, sell this Avon. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? I was thinking, I said, you know what? I was going to do the um, the Grub. What is it? The Grub Hub or Uber Eats? I've my done. husband told me to go and sit my butt down. <laughs> I've done. Uh, I started Uber. I did Uber for a month and then they had a serial killer or a dude kill somebody like in Montana or something. Oh, no. Remember, because I put it, I might have sent you the tax thing. Yeah. I, I didn't earn much, but I, right. my mama was like, I don't want you doing that no more. <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'm trying to pay off these student loans. Then I was like, let me do DoorDash. That was last year. I think I might have okay. like, you didn't even earn enough. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. You don't have to really, like, see the people. Now, I don't think you should do, like, Uber. People mm-hmm. getting in your car. Yeah, but yeah, I, I won't do that again. Some food at now, your DoorDash door. was easy. Because you yeah. just pick it up and you drop it off. You pick it up okay. and you can set your own schedule. That was real easy. I have a friend. She does shipped. Um, and then I started doing... Um, youth advocacy mm-hmm. for, I did that up until quarantine and then like they started laying people off and I only had one girl and I was like you know right now my job is okay I know the board had just voted to continue to pay us mm-hmm. and I was like they're talking about laying people off I don't really need this job so let me resign and so maybe it'll help keep someone who needs this job more than me Got it. Plus, I don't know. I just maybe hopefully one day my goal is to make money doing the stuff that I love like this and the writing and stuff. But yeah, I have some hustle in you and I got to find that fire again at 50. (laughs) Right. And it's hard to do because I tell you when tax season comes around, especially with my um, surprise diagnosis Mm -hmm. um, of testing positive. I mean, that took the the wind out of my sail Mm -hmm. at that point. And it's just like, I'm just getting into the point of okay now I gotta get my mind back together and 
you know, it, it's, it's hustle time for us. That's why like, I was like, know. let me get home here before tax season kick in. And she'd be like, yep. I'm working seven days a week, Chase. I can't. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, I did want to ask you one question. That's what I was. I knew I would remember. Takes mm-hmm. a while. Okay. We talked about taxes and filing and stuff like that and the IRAs and auditing um, and people tax shelters mm-hmm. not covering. What do you think about the flat tax? Because I feel like this. I give God 10%. Why am I giving the government more than I give the Lord? If everybody paid 5% of whatever they made, <laughs> then we ain't got these shelters. <laughs> we all paying the same thing. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. That goes my job. No, no flat tax. <laughs> One of my friends, he was like, that's regressive. I was like, I don't even know what you mean. It is. Flat I tax get it. Person. I understand that. What does no, he no, no. mean? What, is, what does that mean? So it's almost like we'll be going back. We'll be, it's like they would lump us all together. But here's the thing. Even mm-hmm. if we had a flat tax, I don't know if it's just me being a pessimist as I get older. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to work out right. I think the rich <laughs> is going to have some type of way where if it's supposed to be 5%, they only going to pay three and a half and you and I'll pay the five. <laughs> and then some way it'll spill over to be seven. And mm-hmm. so, no, uh-uh. and <laughs> I do need a job. <laughs> hey, listen, you can monitor, make everybody sure everybody paid their five. You get 5%. <laughs> Yeah, I just I don't think it's a good idea, but I mean, in theory, it is, mm-hmm. but I just don't think it would work out that way. Right. Yeah. We, okay. Whenever humans are in charge, they're always going to be some type of error, or mistakes, or inequalities. So, right. But we got to do somewhere. Folks claiming they earning millions and billions. That's just wrong for you only to pay seven hundred and fifty dollars, and the rest of I us. Agree you know, carrying the load. You got the middle class and, you know, poor people carrying the load and y'all sitting at home. I'm sorry. I'm not going to go there. Oh, we can, because you know what? I agree with you. I do. I think it's horrible. Mm -hmm. And I think the fact that they are doing that, I mean, you know, that that's an ethics thing. Yeah. And if you are inclined to do something like that, that's, that shows who you are. Right. And then that's not going to be paid for with us. That's, 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 you're going to have to pay for that later on. Listen, that's, that's if they believe. A lot of them don't, you know. Okay. That's true. Another episode. Okay. Okay. I'll come back. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Okay. okay. I did want to talk to you about our favorite show, My 600 Pound Life. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I love oh. it. I love it. I How love did you it. Start I, like, I have repeats of it. Do you? Um, I do. I go back and I watch the other shows, the the old shows. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how I start watching it. I am a TLC fan because I like Pimple Popper and all that. Ugh, Everything that's that gross. Like I think I should have been a doctor, and I think I'm grooming my son to be a doctor because he just loves everything mm-hmm. gross. You know, oh, that's funny. But here's the thing with the 600 pound life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a fluffy girl myself, and that's okay, you know, but I love it. It makes me feel better about things, you know? <laughs> like, this after your show, I'm going to get up and go walk my little three and a half miles, and I'm going to come back, and then I'm going to eat. <laughs> I'm fluffy, too, so you listen to my trainer. He gets mad. Why do you watch that show? You just watch it to make yourself feel better. I'm like, 
Whatever, whatever works. Whatever. But works. I do cheer for them. I really do. In the beginning, I'm always like, you know, you can do it. It's like watching football. And if they are successful, I'm so excited. Like the recent episode, Melissa. Melissa dropped 200 pounds without Dr. Now. I was like, yeah. Sis. Yeah. But sis got a man and said, you know what? I'm not coming to Houston. <laughs> I'm but not. wait a minute why did my dvr go off right before that the end part so i don't know what happened the last 10 minutes i don't know oh she so she was gone supposed to dr now wanted her to drop like 40 pounds or something mm-hmm. like that to you know like prove that she could actually get it off even though she was losing weight he wanted her because her weight loss started to slow down Mm-hmm. he wanted her to move to Houston so he could you know he's like if we need you to come in see what's wrong you're too far away mm-hmm. and she was like my friends are here my support system is here I don't want to come to Houston give me another chance so he gave her like two more chances mm-hmm. and he was like okay I'm giving you one more chance either you drop the it might have been 40 pounds you drop the 40 pounds and move down here or we're gonna have to kick you out the program right and she went back she weighed in and she only dropped like 12 but she was like i'm still losing right right (laughs) so he was like so what are you gonna do she was like i just think right now i'm just gonna stay in florida but her homegirl had hooked her up with this guy elijah (laughs) and elijah was like listen they would hold their hands he was like i'll work out with you he took her to the park you know some parks have those stationary where you use your own body weight to work out and so he took her to the park and they were working out on that listen oh girl was skinning and grinning i was like melissa she was winning (laughs) (laughs) this is what i don't get you can lose all that weight on your own why can't i lose like okay wait let me tell you now the covid died that is serious. I lost 10 pounds. <laughs> we don't want to lose it that way, though. Right. Don't want to lose it that way. But it's amazing to me how they get on that show. And mm-hmm. then they have the nerve to have an attitude when he tells you what you're supposed to do. Listen. It's it's amazing. I it's liked amazing. her, though, because she was she tried to be honest for the most part about her weight loss and why and what things that were, when she would eat well or when she would cheat. But mm-hmm. some of them folks on her come on come on there and they straight lie and he's like you, you can't lie to me stop playing games stop playing. <laughs> and don't you love it when they say i've been working very hard but you had 24 chicken nuggets yesterday i'm just saying <laughs> that chick that fried that chicken in the bed i was like listen <laughs> i mean she had her gloves she had her flour it was flour everywhere <laughs> that chick was probably good <laughs> and i no. would have ate it tracy <laughs> The chick, was it a guy? I think it was a guy. He was so big, he couldn't get in the tub. And he's bent over on the porch and the girl took that water hose. <laughs> <laughs> to come in. I remember that episode. It was, it was on the back porch. That's oh my terrible. God. <laughs> we shouldn't be laughing <laughs> But they put themselves on TV, so we can't laugh at that. Oh, I feel oh so God. bad. Terrible. My, my family, my my one of my sisters, she was like, "Why all the fat people eat like they not fat?" <laughs> Lord forgive me. <laughs> I love that show. He just 
Doctor Nail be so bad at him. I was like, I was like, I want somebody to love me enough to wash my ass on the front Because I'm almost certain my husband. Absolutely not. No, it will not happen. I will be single. I'm sorry, Lord. Listen, I got some. I got this T-shirt on, but I got some sweats on underneath. Because when I get off this phone, I'm gonna do my 30 minutes. I'm sorry, Lord. Anybody that's more of a little beast, please take it seriously. It is. It is very. It's serious. very. And you serious. know what? And you and and in our community, we seriously mm-hmm. we have to watch that. It's just you know we have to keep our heart because right. You know, issues we, do run through our community right but, we're laughing but we Trace and I both have dealt with weight issues and we struggle and we work out and we eat and work out and eat so we're laughing because we are part of the community we can Absolutely. do it <laughs> <laughs> but we are serious about our health and taking care of the things that we can take care of for as much That's as right. for as long as we can you know and not have to be washed outside <laughs> I'm finna move out. Okay. I'm take my glasses off. Okay. So what did 2020 teach you? Um, what did 2020 teach you? Uh teach me. Um, I guess the biggest thing is that I I, I can slow down because I am one of those people that just am going, 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 going. Um, and I've connected with my family, you know, I I've I just have one son and it's amazing how many dinners we've had together and all those different things. And, you know, it, it was good because my son just turned 13. Mm -hmm. Um, All the conversations that we've had this year, all the um, conversations about black lives matter and what should you do if you stop? Um, He's been very understanding about, you know, COVID and Mm -hmm. he's not fearful of it, but he's knowledgeable about it. And we've, I mean, we've had so many good conversations that I think um, are building a better foundation for him as he gets older. Because it was this 2020 was I'm it was a bitch. It was horrible. <laughs> I mean, it, it was just like one thing after another after another, and I think it hit everybody so hard. And the fact that you know, financially we didn't struggle. Mentally, 2020 took everything out of me. Yeah, it was. And it was that a mess. includes with my diagnosis in January of 2021, it still doesn't compare to the, the year 2020. Yeah, so, for, I agree. <laughs> yeah. It's like, to a degree, it kind of, 2020 was so bad by, by October, you just, I was just numb, like, oh, yeah, there's another disaster. <laughs> right, and and you know what? And I I'm, I was really hopeful and I'm, I'm praying that this year is different because I'm, I, I don't, I know we can do all things through him. Mm-hmm. However, your strength starts to dwindle. It yeah. really does. Mm-hmm. And it the fact that I, I can do two years this way, this is just hard. That's yeah. why I am searching for the vaccine. I'm on like 20 <laughs> different lists. My husband gets his Tuesday. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah. And I'm ready. Everybody, all of my, the older people in my family have gotten it. And oh, that's no good. so oh, I'm good. ready. I'm, I'm gonna try to convince my mom to get it, but she's like, "Hell no!" Nah. I'm like, "Lord, <laughs> I signed up to get it, so I'm just waiting to hear." But I might need to get on another list. <laughs> you know, <and laughs> they told me first. to do every list 
in my area, like okay. Collin County, I'm on Tarrant County, I'm on Denton County, everywhere that I can get to in my car within a hundred mile radius, I'm on that list. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Cause my yeah. boss went today, he lives in Parker County, mm-hmm. but he went today in Tarrant County and he said the line was long and it was looked crazy. He said, but it's actually really smooth. It took about 90 minutes, you okay. know, for about a thousand cars. He said, but that was quick. He said, okay. so don't, don't even worry about it. But, okay. and he signed up after me. I'm like, how do you get caught? (laughs) He said, but his parents, who he said, they're older, they have pre-existing conditions. He said, they've been signed up and they haven't called them either. He said, so I don't know what, how he, he said, I don't know how I got called. I was like, well, I'm glad you did because at work, he's been exposed a good five different times. Mm -hmm. And been very fortunate not to get it Mm because people in the office have been, some people have tested positive. You know, of course, he never tells me who, but he'll text me and say, hey, I'm out of office quarantine because we had a positive case. So if you need me, blah, 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 because we work in separate right. buildings. And so that's not, I, I know because of that, but, and I know that's happened a good two or three times. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, eventually, you know, it's going to come around. So I was like, that's good. And um, I said, at first I wasn't going to do it, but then I was like, you know, I'm ready to stop wearing masks. I'm ready to see my family. I'm ready to, I'm ready to live. (laughs) And I know we'll still have to wear the mask for a little while, but eventually, uh, cause I'm like, I'm tired of this. I'm ready to be. Now let me ask you a question. What would make you not want to take the vaccine? I'm very distrusting of anything. (laughs) (laughs) I take, like it took me, I, I took my first flu shot probably three years ago right before I started working where I am now because Uh it was you know it's a residential facility and I'm like okay it's some kids that are gonna have something so I took it because of that and I think more and more people the flu was changing Uh and people started dying and I was like well let me go ahead and get it and they offered it at school for free and Uh so I was probably probably about 46, 47 when the first time I took a flu shot. Wow. And then I didn't, I'm, I skipped a year. I was like, I ain't taking it two years in a row. <laughs> then <laughs> we had a flu outbreak at my job. And I oh. took I was like, ooh. And then, so it's like I take the flu shot every other year. And I was going to take it last year and I forgot. And I was like, hey, but then we hit, had COVID. And I was like, maybe if I had taken a flu shot, it would fight that. So I did take it again this year. So I'm just like, you know, I don't know. I'm like, eh. I understand. <laughs> so I just get it. Yeah. And I get it because it's, I mean, let's just be real. They, I mean, they have done um, Syphilis. people really, really dirty, but um, I think here's the thing. I think under a Biden administration, I'm a little bit more trusting and I trust mm-hmm. Dr. Fauci and people like that. I really do, because based on their history and their uh, training, I do believe that he's now able to do what he needs to do Mm -hmm. with it. And the fact that all this didn't start, like they think that the vaccine started Mm -hmm. when COVID came out. That's when they started to create it. But they were doing it before. And Obama and Bush actually um were trying to work on the technology way back then mm-hmm. because obama saw it coming yeah which is why he left the, the playbook <laughs> but that's another reason that gave me 
a little bit more confidence because right. I'm like, I had read that when SARS came out, they started back then working on a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, really, you know, Thanos is trying to take credit for something that really has been going on for years. And it seemed Thanos. Donald Thanos <laughs> that the world was about to end. I was like, uh-huh. he's going to burn this place down. Right. <laughs> right. Almost did. Right. But, um, knowing that they had been working on it, it seems fast, but it's really not. So that helped a little bit. I did want them to do a little bit more. I was like, maybe not take it this year, wait till next year after, you know, a couple of, you know, usually it's like the iPhone. At first iPhone was kind of, you know, iPhone 3 was better. I was waiting on vaccine 3, but I was right. just go ahead. Because one day I was leaving out of work. I don't know you know that just that mental space I was like I'm just tired I'm tired of this (laughs) so I signed up I was like you know and I don't judge people who don't I don't judge people who do I think everybody has to do what's best and what's comfortable for them for them because it is scary you know okay next question you win the Powerball or the Mega Millions what do you do where do you go oh um (laughs) Okay, what's crazy is we have a plan. It depends <laughs> on who finds out first, me or Al. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So he said if he won, he was just going to come to my job and say, Tracy, come on. And I know if that's the case, I am going to just pick up my purse and I'm going to leave. I'm going to put my pictures inside because I do want the pictures of my, my baby. But um, yeah, after I leave Austin, and um, set up my partnership because we will have a partnership between me and Al um, on our winnings. Now, the tax person in me never leaves. I've already thought about it. But <laughs> first place I'm going is probably going to be Fiji. And then I'm going to make up my plan while I'm sitting on a beach, um, you know, <laughs> waiting for Jeeves to come and bring me my cocktail. Jeeves. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Your waiter. Yes. Jeeves. He's my personal concierge. Okay. But yes, I'm getting the heck out of the, I'm especially I'm getting the heck out of Texas because I'm retiring out of Texas. Uh, so, really? Where are yes, you? Yes, I want out. <laughs> are you I originally do. from Texas? Absolutely. I'm all clear. Yeah, girl. I thought so. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you just want out of Texas. I just think the people here are very um, it's not and I never will stereotype anybody. But a lot of people here, especially our um, government, I just don't like the way they govern our state anymore. I mean, it's it's it's, it's, it's not, ridiculous. It, it really is, and it's like they care more about the bottom line of money as opposed to people. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the fact that you know, and I know this the Karens and all that stuff is happening everywhere. But just amazing how most of it is in the south. Yeah, yeah that Dixie so, line is still real. It is still very real. real, and people don't understand that either. I'm hopeful that, you know, there are a lot of people from California who are migrating to Texas, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons a lot of the big counties like Harris, and well, Harris, not necessarily, but Dallas, and especially Tarrant County mm-hmm. is turning blue because mm-hmm. we have people from California coming down, and I'm hoping they help us become kinder. <laughs> and you know more about too. people but it's, it's until we until we think poli- at least on a political level 
long game and not chess. Democrats mm-hmm. play chess. Republicans play long game and they manipulate, right. you know, they do the, uh, it's done left me. Um, gerrymandering when they, mm-hmm. you know, and they crafted districts to fit them. Right. And until we think long game and figure out how to stop that process, we, I'm like, you, it's going to keep going in the wrong direction, but I think we can do it. I love Texas. I'm a Texas girl, but some days I'm just like, like I got some news to share the article today that they're doing the star in person. And I'm like, why? Right, right. <laughs> why? <laughs> why? Why is that even necessary right now? But I'm hopeful, but I'm like, I don't blame you if you go. At least I'll come thing, visit. I, <laughs> right. And and I love Texas. I think, and I think here's the thing our economy here mm-hmm. is unlike no other. I mean, True. where is it in the world that you can go and get the type of real estate for the yeah. prices and, and the, you know, all that? Um, but I think as our kids grow up, like my son has a friend of every race and it's amazing how they don't care yeah. about, you know, what race you are. They care about if you're stupid or not. You know, they, they just don't want to fool with you if you're stupid, you know, but I think in, in as I don't know if it's going to be in our lifetime or not, mm-hmm. but I think everything will get, get better. better but it's just a matter of when it's, you know, and I know you can't run from the craziness of the world, but I just, you but you know, can for, take a break. Yes, indeed. There's nothing and, wrong I, with and, that. and the fact that I haven't had a vacation for the last two years, <laughs> maybe I need a vacation. <laughs> you do, ma'am. Yes. You need you at least on the weekend, something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Two more questions. Okay. Who do you want to portray you in a movie about your life? Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> uh oh, that's a great question. Um living or dead? Living or dead. Living or dead. Um oh Tracy. That's a that's one of those questions. You should have texted me first. I, I went deep. You know, I'm thinking like Nina Simone or somebody like that, somebody that has and and I have a real bubbly side, mm-hmm. but I have this darker side that I just, I really go into myself and I get real um, methodical with all of my thoughts and that kind of thing. So, so <laughs> it has to be somebody that could, you know, have a, a good the range, uh, range of, you know, emotions. who I think could play you or should play you, Jill Scott. Absolutely. She is good. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. She could capture your bubbly side, that deep side, the smart, the classy, but don't get it twisted. Oh, clear. Right. <laughs> and I do have a grill, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Listen, you got to take a picture with the grill. And send it to okay, I'm going to take a picture with my grill. I do. I went and got it fitted on my bottom. I came home and they thought I had lost my mind. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's a great, that's a great yeah. last question. I'm, I'm, I'm emotional and then I'm I'm good, but you know, you have to have that, I think to me, that balance to kind of, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Code switching. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> last question. Okay. What is the theme song for your life? Um 
can't give up now. Oh, tell me the gospel song. I the gospel song. just yeah. can't. Yep, Mary Mary. <laughs> yep. That's a good one. I yep. love it. Well, thank you for coming. I appreciate you coming to the show and sharing your knowledge. I have learned a lot. I have laughed. (laughs) (laughs) We always laugh. True, true, true. And I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, When you, where can people find you if they want their taxes done? If they want their taxes done, they can reach me um, on my cell, 214-929. One nine zero eight, and you don't have to roll your eyes, Miss <laughs> Cash. I think she requested that phone number. <laughs> I did. I've had that number since '96, and I will not give it up. <laughs> I love and it. My email address is tjj, aka at sbcglobal.net. I love it. I will put that in the in my description box so people can find you and you can grow your business and I can get a referral discount. Okay, that's right. (laughs) But thank you again and have a great day. You too. It was fun. It was. Well, that's it. I hope y'all enjoyed it and got some good information to help you with your taxes this year. I would love to hear from you again. Please send me an email to homegirlpod at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Everybody's Homegirl. You can also find me on Instagram at Everybody's Homegirl 11 or visit the website www.everybody'shomegirl.com. Last but not least, don't forget those three S's. Subscribe to the show, share with a friend, and give me a five-star rating. Remember, if you don't like it, don't rate it. Just send me an email and help me make changes. <laughs> Again, subscribe to the show, share with a friend, and give me a five-star rating. Thanks, and have a great day.